Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello, Shane Craddock here. Welcome to today's episode on The Inner Edge, which I am calling Managing Your Emotional Temperature. Now, I'm just back from a couple of weeks off myself, uh, feeling the benefit of um, fresh air, sea, bit of sun, um, managed to get away to France for a few days uh, for a wedding. It was 43 degrees Celsius, way too hot for Shane. I think it was way too hot for most people now. They came back to Ireland. It was a nice balmy 25, 26. That's much better for me. So (laughs) maybe this was the inspiration for today's uh, episode about, I suppose, temperature or your inner emotional temperature. And as I was reflecting on what to share with you in this particular episode, I, I got a flashback to a memory as a child watching Star Trek, an episode from Star Trek. And if you're of that era... You remember the original Star Trek with um, Captain Kirk. Scotty was the guy who was in charge of uh, engineering in the engine room. And uh, he had this catchphrase, which was, I'm giving her all I can, Captain. Or, she's going to blow, Captain. That's Shane's effort at a Scottish accent. Apologies for any friends in Scotland. Um, but essentially... That's what comes to mind when I think about managing your, your inner emotional temperature, is that there's kind of like an inner pressure gauge. But most people don't really consider that. They're not aware of it. They don't think it really matters. If I blow my top, I blow my top. But sometimes and often things will happen externally, but there's always an inner reaction for most people to what's happening around them. And so we have an inner temperature gauge. But are we watching it? Does it matter? Well, in my experience, it does. I mean, I'm thinking of a couple of things. One is... Um, and I've had this story many times with entrepreneurs in particular, where, you know, most entrepreneurs, business owners who set up their own business, um, and if they haven't been exposed to the working environments of, say, a corporate office, where emotions are generally more managed, um, a, a very raw entrepreneur will generally very often be very emotional, especially if it's a family business. So emotions will be close to the surface a lot of the time, which is something that the team around the entrepreneur need to learn how to handle. And if you've ever gone from the corporate world into the entrepreneurial world, working for an entrepreneur, you probably know what, I'm, what I mean. <laughs> and entrepreneurs then also have to understand how to manage those emotions because your emotions um, feed into your mood and your mood is contagious. And so if you're off and you might feel justified because it's your business at shouting at people or getting angry or having very uh, fluid emotions, then, but that does hit your bottom line because if it don't be under under any illusion. People do absorb that, um, but not always in a positive way. But then you flip to the corporate side, and if you're a corporate leader listening to this, you should know what I mean as well. I worked there for, um, what, about seven years or so, seven, eight years. And the corporate side can be the opposite. It can be very cold. It can be just about the numbers. Um, now, there's obviously a, a big uh, movement now towards what's called emotional intelligence and, and increasing that. Um particularly for men, you know, because I think the historically the the the, the focus for, for for leaders in business has been about no 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 emotions are not good. 
um, let's eliminate emotions. Let's just focus on the numbers. And I, I, I do recall being in a couple of meetings at a senior level where decisions were being made, uh, which would involve, which would really affect in a negative way the lives of different people. And I was just kind of shocked at how calculated it was, how cold it was. Um, and maybe in some cases that's the way you have to be, to be fair. But maybe there's a happy, happy medium. And then I'm thinking about sport. I'm thinking about, I'm recording this in July 2022. While I was on holidays, Ireland, the national rugby team for men, did the unthinkable and won a series in New Zealand, the All Blacks, the mighty All Blacks. We beat them for the first time in their home soil and won a series for the first time down there with them. Incredible. But, but again, watching the Irish team, they had something that uh, actually a former coach for the All Blacks back when they won the World Cup, back-to-back -back World Cups in rugby, Gilbert Anoka, mind coach, um, coined this phrase PUP, performance under pressure. And actually, ironically, Ireland were way better at PUP, performance under pressure than the All Blacks, um, apart from the fact that they also, but there was definitely mental resilience there. And when you're in that kind of a cauldron situation, manager emotions in that kind of situation is going to be key to getting the best out of yourself in sport. But the same applies in life, in your relationships. If you get too emotional in relationships, you won't be able to hear, you won't be able to communicate properly, you won't be able to think properly and have clarity. And also, if you're too cold, you won't connect with people. People will feel that you're you're kind of absent from them. You're not really there with them. So <clears throat> managing your emotions in the business world is now recognized as something that is critical for better leadership. All right? That's emotional intelligence. But I'm talking specifically about something that really affects uh, probably all of your emotional intelligence is just managing your emotional temperature. Now, a couple of points here on this. One is that your emotions are caused by your thinking. There's a direct causal link between what you think and how you feel. And how you feel then also influences how you think. Like if you're feeling um, angry at someone for whatever reason, uh, even though that maybe you had a bad meeting today, if you carry that forwards into the next couple of days, that will affect your thinking. And then therefore the thinking also causes the emotion. So you get into this vicious cycle, which is what happens to a lot of people. Um, in many, many ways until they get knocked out of it in, in sometimes in kind of just accidental circumstances or maybe they get a wake-up call because something serious happens. They go, oh, shit, why am, I, why am I thinking this or why am I feeling that? But I suppose what I'm trying to point it to, to today is, is to just increase our awareness because most people are not fully aware of the extent of the link between their emotions and their thinking. A simple story to illustrate the point um, dealing with a, an entrepreneur um, just early days in the pandemic when the pandemic hit and they're all over the place. And when we got into it, it was revealed through conversation with them that they were having a lot of these memories from 2008, 2009, the great crash. And they nearly went out of business. They nearly lost everything, including their marriage. So they had a lot of negative thinking coming up. Thinking affects your emotions. They were getting very emotional. Then also the media were painting a very bleak future, um, and in fairness, uh, <laughs> there was an extreme situation happened with this unbelievable global pandemic, which was shutting down the world. So fair enough, you're allowed to think negative thinking. Having said that, it affects your emotions. And so he was then interacting with his team all over the place. He was angry, he was volatile, he was miserable at home. And so 
the first thing was to make him aware of his emotional temperature. His emotional temperature was affecting his ability to have clarity, his ability to think straight, to actually be creative. And it was also having a major negative impact on the energy in the business and his relationships in business, but also at home. I could jump to today as I'm recording this in July, I've just come back. I've had no news uh, at all. I've had no real uh, contact with the outside world other than sport for the last two and a half weeks. And immediately I just check in with the news a little bit today and it's all about the recession talk and everything else. And again, if you've ever followed these podcasts or any of maybe my weekly email, you know that I'm a big fan of getting in touch with reality. But reality doesn't have to always uh, neg negatively affect your emotion. You know, there is a reality in business, in particular of wages increasing, costs because of inflation increasing. Um, so they can actually really affect your emotional temperature. So I'm not saying we, we have to get in touch with reality, but we have to manage our emotions. So there are a couple of simple things I'm going to suggest um, to help that. Before I do that, though, just a quick, quick little plug. I think at this time uh, where definitely there's a change in the winds of uh, let's call it positivity because of this recession talk globally. Uh, we still have to be ambitious for our success and for our work and for our life. And I think we, there's still an opportunity to step up because most people at this point will be retreating, um, waiting for perhaps the winds of change to pass. And I don't think it's gonna be as simple as that with the environment that we're in right now. So I'm going to put out a call and a shout maybe for you to join me in my Mindshift program coming up at the start of October. Now, as I'm recording this, that's nine weeks away. Um, but there is a, a kind of a reduced fee early bird offer available for anybody listening to this currently up to the 1st of August. But regardless, whenever you're listening to this, you might consider joining me for eight consecutive weeks of working online together in a group environment. A lot of people, when I say that, they say, oh, I don't like working in group, Shane, you know. Well, my answer to that is, look, you probably haven't been in one of mine then because they're good fun, they're very interactive, and you, most of all, you get results. And if you want to get results and up your game for the coming years, not just the next eight weeks, please consider joining me on Mindshift because I give you the essential toolkit for navigating in a volatile, uncertain environment and to up your game in business and in life. End of plug. Right, so back to managing your emotional temperature. Now, if you think about one of those pressure gauges, I was talking about Scotty and Star Trek, so think about a kind of a temperature gauge maybe, and just think about, okay, if it's too hot, it's going to blow, like Scotty said, and that's called that the red zone. If it's too cold, like the cold corporate executive, that's the blue zone for me. And the middle zone, where you're kind of balanced inside, is the green zone. Now, for me, that's where I want to be. Now, Shane is human. I can enter the red zone. So, you know, if you ever see me losing my head, don't be surprised, right? <laughs> as my kids will tell you, I'm not immune to giving a shout, um, an aggressive shout, or as they call it, a rage fit shout, which is sounds it's, it's worse than what it actually is. Or I can go cold, you know, so my job really is to watch my inner emotions because I know it affects the way I think. I know it's going to affect my decision-making ability, my creativity, my communication, and actually my overall satisfaction in life. If I'm in the green zone, I will get the best out of myself. So that's what I would encourage you to start managing and be more aware of today. So the first thing is maybe to track your awareness every day for the next two weeks. Score your 
your temperature, come up with your own scale, zero to 10 or zero to 100 or zero to five, whatever you want. And just track and see what zone are you in? How would you score your emotions? What kicked it off? What, what brought it down? But for me to manage it, I find uh, two specific things I'm going to share with you that I do. One is the very start of my day. I'll always take a few minutes to relax my mind, relax my inner world, and just use my imagination to see myself being in a certain type of emotional zone throughout my day. And I find that that's very powerful in terms of just giving my mind a direction. It's like setting a foundation and it does have a major effect, um, particularly if you do it consistently over time. You become, um, it's much easier to, to move back into a calm zone when the punch comes because you can't hide from punches anymore. Obviously you can never could, but some people think they can. But in business in particular, in today's world, the punches and the uh, volatility is going to be increasing. So I think it's important, really important, that this is an inner skill that I would encourage you to develop. And then the second thing is during the day, take emotional um, pit stops. So take, you know, maybe three to four to five short pit stops, maybe two, three minutes each, um, where you're not looking at your phone, you're not looking at email, you're not looking at Facebook or whatever. You're literally using that time to calm your mind to clear and let go of any emotion. And I think the different things that I would do would be, you know, um, just asking yourself, well, like, you know, is my temperature hot or am I cold or am I just right? Am I in the green zone? And those emotional pit stops are a chance for you to kind of, again, get better, just like a Formula One Grand Prix driver taking a break to reset, recalibrate. That's what I would encourage during your day. So some questions for you. Like, what is your overall emotional temperature, even as you're listening to this? What was it before the you started listening to this? Is there a particular relationship where your temperature is quite high? Think about what you're thinking about there, because that's affecting your emotion. And then the emotions will move into the thinking. And then how are you resetting your inner temperature? You know, if the inner gauge is too high or too low, what are you doing to reset it? Like, how do, how do you do it? So there's different ways you can do that. You can just say, when you realize, you go, oh, I need to let that go. Okay, I'm just going to let it go, or I'm going to forgive, or I'm just going to stop thinking about that. Maybe you need to talk something out. Maybe you can go have a workout. Uh, maybe you can just have a straight talk with somebody to get something off your chest. Maybe meditation or relaxation Listen, works for you. Or maybe just seeing the link between what you're feeling and what you're thinking as the cause of your feeling because so many of us will react to something external somebody something somebody says or doesn't do or does or something happening the way you don't like it or maybe reality isn't what you want if you can move yourself back into the green zone it's much more effective way of navigating out of wherever you are or indeed um, raising your game with wherever you are or bringing out whatever talent you have so in conclusion, your inner temperature is influencing your reality, which means it influences your results in business and in life. My advice is to become better at managing it and move yourself back more consistently into the green zone. Food for thought. Ciao. Bye-bye.